Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul Podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Welcome back to Refreshing the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. Thank you again for joining me for another episode. You know, I do not take it for granted that you decided to click on this podcast, that you decided to hear something for your heart, something for your soul. I don't know why you clicked on, but I know who prompted you to do it. You know, before every podcast episode, I pray and I say, God, please speak through me. I want to say what you want me to say to your your people, to those who click on. He knows the different stories, the different seasons. He knows what's going on in your life today. And I believe this one word will penetrate many souls. And so I just, I don't take it, I don't take it for granted Yes, it is something that I do love doing, but it's precious to me. It really is to be able to speak and share what God is really speaking to me in my own heart, in my own life today, to be able to share that with you. And so I just I just want to say thank you. If you are new here, thank you for, for clicking on, you know, Refreshing the Soul podcast is really based off of, it kind of is like a continuation of a book I wrote last year, Rest for the Soul, a 30-day devotional, where each day I talk about God's rest and the different facets of it. God's rest is mentioned so many times throughout scripture, and they all mean something different. Even in Genesis, I believe it was Genesis 2, where on the seventh day, it said God rested. And that rest means to celebrate, to cease from working. And there are other rests that I mentioned in that devotional. But one of the scriptures and one of the devotions I mentioned is Matthew 11, 28 through 30, where, and I'm going to, I actually pulled it up today because I just felt led to read it. It says, come to me. All you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That rest mentioned in that scripture means to refresh. And here Jesus is saying, when you come to me, with the things that are heavy, things you may be weary with, I promise to give you rest, not for the body, but rest for the soul. Because sometimes our, our body can be restless, but it's probably because of something that's going on in the soul. So he says, I want to I want to penetrate. I want to ease and lighten the place in your soul that is heavy. I want to refresh that place. And that is what this podcast is based on. And that's why it's called Refreshing the Soul. Each month, we we talk about a topic, a yoke 
that we may have on us. And through scripture, through experiences, we through sharing our experiences, we're learning his yoke. We're putting on his yoke, his way of thinking, his way of doing life and finding rest for our souls. This podcast is not about giving you some just practical stuff to do. Yes, we do that because I believe Jesus, he's a pra- he is practical. He can give you simple things to do, even things that seem like it doesn't make sense. But it's about giving you truth in God's word because that's really where rest is at. It's found in him. And we cannot have rest, true rest, God's rest apart from his word. So every podcast, I am mentioning God's word somewhere in here. (laughs) I mean, it's just, I can't live without God's word. And so for this month, we are refreshing the offended soul. And we're going to journey through this month of what God's word says about it, how we can come to a place of rest for our souls where we may have been offended. So I was looking up just what offended means, and it means resentful or annoyed, typically as a result of a perceived insult. Now, what I want you to really get from that definition is the word perceived, right? So usually because something, because someone has said something, done something, we have perceived it as an insult, and that is why we are offended. And so that word just resentful, I went a little further into the definition. Resentful is feeling or expressing bitterness or indignation at having been treated unfairly. So sometimes we can have a perceived insult or feel insulted because we have been treated unfairly. We can feel bitterness because of just feeling misunderstood, you know, maybe there was something you said and someone responded in a way where it's like, you completely misunderstood what I said and you felt insulted by it. Words of others can hurt us and it can cause us to be defensive. And that's how we express that, you know, that bitterness when a lot of times we are defensive because we're expressing this place of hurt that we feel from a perceived insult. So I really want us to just grab a hold of the whole thing about perception, a perceived insult. I have to perceive it. I have to see it as an insult in order to be offended. So that tells me there are things that people can say to hurt us on purpose. But if I don't see it as an insult, I'm not going to be insulted. And Just for just, again, perceived as our perception of how we see a thing. That is what determines the offense. And we're going to get deeper into it more, you know, as the weeks go on. But I wanted to share how, you know, I'm going to share a story. I'm going to try to share it as best as I can. But it was just perfect. And it came up in my mind. So I'm like, I got to share this without telling all the details and who it is. But So I'm talking to two people. So envision right now, I'm talking to two people, two people in front of me. And one of the, one of the persons says, reminded me about a letter that I wrote them. 
And this letter was years ago. I read and they gave me the letter. I read the letter right in front of both of them. And my heart was just touched. And it reminded me that I had found a way to communicate to this person, right? Through writing and how much I shared. And it put a desire in me to do that again. So I say to that person, said, you know what? I'm going to start writing you more letters. Like I, I love that I was able to share my heart like this. I'm going to start writing you more letters. Well, the other person standing there says, oh, well, you're not going to write me letters. And being honest, I'm like, well, it's not really in my heart. Like I'm not thinking about it that way, you know, to write you letters. It's just in my heart to write the other person letters, you know? I wanted to be honest, and I also didn't want to appease some things. Sometimes we will say things to people to make them feel better so they are not insulted, so they are not offended. But I believe we should be honest with people. We should be sincere when we talk to them. We should be truthful because it's not our responsibility to walk on eggshells around people so they they don't feel hurt. There are some things that people really got to learn how to learn how to how to deal with for themselves. So I'm like, I want to be honest in this moment. I'm like, no, I I want to write this person a letter because it's just in my heart too. And I don't want to do something that's not in my heart for someone. And so I could tell that person got offended by what I said because they perceived it as an insult. Now, in no way, shape or form was I trying to insult this other person, but because of their perception they perceived it as an insult and went to dig further and ask, you know, why and all of this. And honestly, at the moment, I just, I, you know, I really didn't know why that my heart was to write this personal letter and not them. But, you know, what's the big deal, right? But eventually, Holy Spirit did reveal to me and I said to them, I said, you know what? With you, I can communicate with you by phone very easily. But with this other person, it's not as easy. So I'm able to write them and communicate with them better that way. And that person felt so much better with that explanation because now they were perceiving what I said as if they didn't matter, as if they wasn't cared about, as if my heart wasn't to do something for them. They perceived it as an insult on who they are. And what I realize is that our, a lot of times our identity has been shaped by the words and the opinions of others. And so when we see ourselves and see our value, our worth through how people see us, when we hang on their word, everything they say, then if they say the wrong thing, then we feel wrong about ourselves. We feel bad about ourselves. And it's such a it's such a dangerous way to live, actually. Yeah, I said the word dangerous. Because people, they're not God. And so they're gonna mess up, they're gonna make mistakes, they're broken, they're wounded, they're gonna say things that are just not that are not always right. Some pe- people are not gonna see you properly. So they're not gonna say things that is with a a God heart behind it. And if we're hanging on every word that someone says, then our identity is going to be shaped 
by what people think and say. And that's how we're going to see people. That's how we're going to see ourselves. And we're going to be offended. Now, offense is going to come. There's no way around it. But I really want to talk and deal with the offense that we can deal with, that we can learn how to, we can learn how to come to God with it and allow him to refresh us in that place, to give us another perspective. I think one thing we got to be honest about, and that's like the first stage to me of coming to rest, which is, it says, come to me all who are heavy. You got to know, okay, this is where I'm heavy. Okay. This is where I'm offended at. In a place of when someone talks about me as a mother or whatever it is for you, you know, being honest in that place and saying, you know, these things have been said about me and this is, this is how I feel. Being honest in that place. And sometimes the things that are said to us, we have held on for years. We have words of wounds, wounded words <laughs> in our soul that we've had for years. And it has been implanted into our identity, our makeup, as if that is who we are. So that is how we hear. We're not even the person who I was talking to. They weren't hearing my heart of how I wanted to write this other person a letter. They were, they were hearing how they weren't accepted, how they weren't being loved or, or shown that they're loved or that they mean something to me. That's what they heard. And so we have to deal with, why am I perceiving this as an insult? Why am I thinking this way? And a lot of times when we are offended, we will put it on the other person. Some things people do say, you know, don't get me wrong, to hurt you. And even in that, we still have to ask ourselves, am I going to allow my identity to be shaped by what someone else says and thinks about me? And I know in that place, it can be, you know, definitely a challenge to start thinking differently, to start to hear differently and to choose to think differently, but it's required. That is us, that is us taking off our yoke, the way that we once perceived things and hearing, okay, God, in this moment, this is what I feel. This is where I've been insulted. How do I deal with this? What, how should I perceive this thing? Why do I feel this way? And so I wanted to, I don't know, I just, with this, this is such a, a very tender subject, a very tender place for me. I believe that there's offenses that I've dealt with. There's things that I've held in my soul. And the reason why I have been offended is because whatever that place that was touched in my soul, whatever word that was said, there was a tender place there that, that touched that place. There was somewhere, somewhere I had been wounded, somewhere I've heard something and I received a truth. Well, I would say I received a lie about myself and made it a truth. I want to say that again, because I hear that for some of you right now, somewhere, whether in your childhood, whether in your past or something, somewhere we received a lie as truth of who we are. Somewhere someone wounded us. They said we were too skinny. They said we were ugly. They said we talked 
we we talk too white. Listen, I'm telling you my my story. Those are the things that I received. They were lies from the enemy, but I received them as truth. My identity then became shaped by the lies that I was told as a little girl, and I believed them and didn't know who I am. And I wonder if a lot of times we are offended because we don't really know who we are. We have not tapped into believing who God says that we are. We haven't tapped into believing the truth about ourselves. And right now we're still holding on to a lie. And I want you to take a moment. You can pause this podcast and just really think about what are the lies that I have accepted over the years? What are the things that I, how have I been seeing myself? Because I believe the things that you're offended by now, the offense is there because there's a tender place. There's a place where that lie has penetrated your soul and caused that place to be tender. There's a way that you've seen yourself. And now when you hear certain things from people, it hurts that same place. Identify what are the lies that I have accepted. And I want to give you a scripture that God gave me really to just like, how do I begin to combat this place of offense? Like what, what can I do now, God? And it's Proverbs 17 and nine, Proverbs 17 and nine, we're almost done. The new King James version says, he who covers a transgression seeks love, but he who repeats a matter separates friends. He who covers a transgression seeks love, but he who repeats a matter separates friends. And I'm going to read the NLT version. It says, love prospers when a fault is forgiven, but dwelling on it separates close friends. So what in here, I realized that I can't dwell on the offense. That's what I want to give you today. You can't dwell on it. There are things that it keeps popping up in your spirit. I know when I've been offended, I've been hurt. I just keep hearing it. It keeps stirring up. It keeps coming up. But here, God is saying, even when it comes up, don't allow it to repeat in your soul. Don't dwell on it. Don't keep talking about it. Don't don't keep giving it attention because the more we give attention to what happened to us, the offense, this person said this, and oh, I'm still thinking about how such and such looked at me. That when we feed it, even in the moment, when we feed it and we question it and we we try to, you know, appease that part in our soul that's been offended, that's been touched in that tender place, when we try to feed it with our own words, our own making sense out of it versus choosing to think pure, choosing to change our perception. We are, we keep, it's like you're, you keep picking at a wound. You're making it worse. And I'm going to tell you, I first had a problem with this verse because again, the new King James version says he who covers a transgression. I'm like, God, but so you saying I need to hide this thing. I need to hide it. Like nothing happened. He's like, no, 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 no. It's not covered to hide it. It's one thing to push things away, to act like it never happened. 
And sometimes we do that from a place because we don't want to admit that we were hurt. And that's a different place. That's a fear-based place versus this is a love-based place where I'm covering it. I'm protecting this place in my heart. I'm protecting this transgression, this insult, this offense, because it says he seeks love because it's from a place of love. It's from a place of I, I want, I don't want a place in my heart to be filled with offense and by seeking fault from a person to seek what, okay, they did this wrong. No, God's saying in the place of your offense, seek love, seek a way to love that person, to find a way. And this is my first thing, to think pure, to think pure in that place. I'm not going to allow this to repeat in my heart as what someone did to me. I'm going to choose today to protect this place. Cover is to protect. I'm going to protect this insult and I'm not going to allow it to, to fester I'm not going to allow it to have more than a second in my soul, meaning things, it will come up. The words will come back up again. And don't fool yourself to think that, oh, because it's there, I need to keep picking at it because we can see the sore. We can see the sore or the wound. And sometimes because we see it, we're like, oh my gosh, it's not healed. I need to, I need to do something about it. I need to pick it. Sometimes we need to leave it alone and say it is healed. Shawana, that doesn't make sense. I know. <laughs> but God is saying here, listen, you keep picking at it and talking about it and touching it and messing with it. You're aggravating it. You're setting your mind more on what happened to you and who that person is versus, okay, I see what happened. I heard what happened, but this is what I'm going to choose to think. When a thought comes back up in your in your spirit about what someone else said, I'm challenging you today to open your mouth and say, no, I will not, I will not dwell on that, but I'm going to choose today to one, think pure. Let's go to Philippians, Philippians 4 and 8. Philippians 4 and 8 says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The thing that I'm going to allow to stir in my soul, that I'm going to allow myself to dwell on is the things that are pure. So one, we're not going to dwell on the fault. We're not going to dwell on the offense. But instead, we got to put something in its place. We have to think pure. So when I was talking to that person and I found out and I realized, okay, the reason why I want to write this other person a letter is because I want to communicate. I communicate better with them this way. And with you, I communicate better, you know, with phone. That person, they understood, they felt better. But I told, I told that person, I said, but listen, not all the time are you going to get an explanation of people's thoughts and their intentions and what they say behind their words. You have to choose to think pure. We have the choice. We have the power. We have the authority to choose to think pure. So there may be some things that were said to you that you felt it was unfair. You may have been treated a certain way. 
you have the choice right now to think, you know what? Maybe that person didn't mean it that way. Maybe this was going on and there, maybe something was going on and they spoke out of order. You know, maybe it's not even about me. That person in that moment, in that conversation could have taken the time to choose to think a different way and say, you know what? Maybe, maybe she wants to write to this person because of this. Sometimes we're not going to have an explanation and it's on us, not on the other people to appease our insults, to appease the place that we're offended in. We have to deal with that. That is our responsibility. That is between us and Jesus because his word says, come to him. And sometimes we stay in a place of offense because we keep coming to people with our offense. We keep talking about it to people. If you can't get it out your soul, if it keeps coming up, you're saying, you know what? I'm trying, Shawanda. I'm trying. I don't want to be offended. I keep feeling this way. I keep It keeps coming up in my soul. Okay, we're going to do Matthew 11, 28. Come to me. Come to Jesus with what you are heavy with. He said, I will give you rest for that offended soul. I will give you rest in the place where you have been insulted, where you have been broken, where you have been treated fairly. That's his job. Let's not make it other people's job because then now again, my identity is attached to how other people treat me. My identity is attached to their opinion and their words about me. It's time to start making a shift to say, no, I want to hear what God has to say in this. So one, we're not going to dwell on it. Two, we're going to think pure. And lastly, I want to tell you, and this is what has helped me and what God has told me in the past for where I have been offended. There was a time where I felt like someone said something about how I shared something with this person about something personal, or I felt like they knew about something personal with me. And I felt like they kind of blasted it out publicly and like I felt a lot of shame, guilt, and I was just offended in that place because I was also healing in that place. And God spoke very clear to me. He said, you need to give that person grace. That's right. We, we are no better than the people that offend us. There are things we have offended people for. And sometimes in the moment of offense, we forget that. We forget that we have insulted people. We forget that we have probably said something about someone in the past that they and that they may be carrying around right now to this very day. But God has given us grace. God has forgiven us. And he told me, he said, Shawanda, you need to give grace. And I'm here to tell you, you need to give grace. And that looked like for me, I started to pray for that person. I started to speak blessings over that person, over their family, over their health, over their finances. I started to speak things of just of wisdom of how for that, that God would give them wisdom of how to relay and talk and what things not to say. That helped me keep also a pure heart toward that person. It's hard to remain offended and to think of someone in a way that's evil and not good when you're praying blessings for them, when you're extending grace toward them. So in the place of your offense, I tell you to pause, take a moment and think about how am I perceiving this thing? 
and we're going to take the steps toward, okay, as whatever it is where I've been hurt, as it comes up, I'm not going to dwell on it. It may come up, but I'm going to choose not to dwell on it. Proverbs 16 and 17 and 9 says that if we dwell on it, it separates us from even our closest friends. It means that we are not seeking love. So we're going to choose to think on what's pure because we have that choice. We have that choice to change our perception. We have that choice to choose what we're going to meditate on. And then we're going to give grace. We're going to give grace to the person. We're going to speak blessings. We're going to pray for them. We're going to ask God to increase their health, their finances, to protect them, to give them wisdom. Okay, I pray that this message has blessed your soul. I pray that you've gotten something out of this. And so we're going to end this this episode with our confessions, confessions for the offended soul. So take this moment right now. Be open. Relax your soul. Relax your heart, even in the place of where you may be hurting right now. And I want you to speak this. Speak and believe these words. Repeat after me. I choose to seek love and not to find fault in people and their mistakes. I choose to forgive those that have hurt me by their words or who have treated me unfairly because God has forgiven me. I choose to take a step today in thinking pure thoughts of others. I choose to take a step today in giving grace to others because God has given grace to me. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, You want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.